Welcome to the podcast, Born the Enemy. Today we will be discussing the articles why it's so hard to delete Facebook as well as why Facebook can't fix fake news. So first I wanted to talk about my overall view of social media since these are, um, this is what these both articles have in common. Um, social media to me, I think it, it's not good nor bad, but it definitely, it kind of balances it out kind of perfectly because there's a lot of bad things about social media, like the effect it has on self-image and self-confidence, but also it's good in that it helps spread information and it helps people express themselves, which is a good thing. So it kind of it balances itself out in that way. But social media is just, it's a very large place and whatever you put out there is going to be there forever so that's another kind of downside to that but um social media platforms like facebook their whole intended purpose is basically to just make money to make a profit so they don't really they i mean they don't they they're not kind of set up to conform to the needs of their users so they don't really think of the effect it has on their their users they don't really think of the effect of using their platforms the effect that it has on their users because their whole purpose is to just make money from it so it can have a lot of negative effects like like um eating disorders which is which is a large uh, which has a large impact on a lot of young girls and boys, and it's it's a really hard thing to experience. But that's I mean that's not the only thing. It can cause like a, a multitude of different things, and it's I feel like social media platforms don't do a good job of trying to help those or trying to prevent those things from starting, and thing um. Uh, platforms like Facebook would be a prime example. They just kind of, they feed off of people's basic psychological um, needs and their dependence. And they, they kind of, they feed off of those like gratification from other people and like having or not missing out on what your friends are doing. They feed on those basic human values and they, they, they don't use it for good and it leads to a lot of bad impacts and side effects. So again, it's not like that social media is bad, but it does have a lot of bad effects and impacts, but it also has a lot of good things that come with it at the end of the day as well. So it's kind of, you know, it has, it's, it, it has to be used in a certain way to kind of bear the fruits of those impacts like it has to be used in a positive way to have positive effects and impacts on your life so I mean a lot of people don't uh, I mean at least I don't you know I don't always think of that first because it's so you know it's so enticing and addicting at times but sometimes it's good to just stop for a second and just live without social media like yeah so hopefully that doesn't 
you know, affect me as much and a lot of other people as much in the future. I agree with you that social media can have its pros and cons, and I think that it's really important to think about their intentions. Uh, for example, Mark Zuckerberg, as we discussed in class, Facebook got created so that he can rate girls. Like, what do you expect to come from that? And also, social media is basically using you as their quote-unquote product. And I think that we need to be more aware of their manipulations. This is what leads me to feel that social media should be viewed like other media. Because while it does have a valid point of being an advertisement thing, it is extremely harmful towards our well-being and we should take the appropriate measures for it. Also, as one of the questions asked, I think that it can present a danger to democracy as it leads to more exposure, including some fake news and people being able to team up together against certain organizations or governments. I don't think that it's easy to get off social media due to factors such as the fear of missing out, keeping in touch with people, your memories, and maintaining your quote-unquote public profile. So I wanted to go back to Sabrina's train of thought, and I completely agree that social media is not really a good or bad platform. It really is depending on the user and what platforms they're on and what they're looking at. Um, there's definitely negative effects that it can have on some people, but it's different for every individual because one person can easily be affected by the negativity of what their stream shows, while someone else can have a completely different feed to the posts that they look at on a daily basis. But at the end of the day, um, the purpose of social media is definitely profit for the company. However, I would think for the users, um, we use it for entertainment since most of the terms and conditions that many of us don't even read about but agree to, um, it uses cookies, which is a term that I'm sure many of us have seen on websites or even on most social media platforms, it pops up and it targets its users after a while so that your streams is mainly exactly what you're interested in, which can lead to you having a ton of ads on things you're interested in. And that can definitely have a negative impact if um, you're a materialistic person and you kind of want to have the latest and newest things. But if you give that to someone else, someone could view that as things that they can work for and kind of have like a goal to save up for stuff so it really just depends on who the person is on whether social media can be a negative or positive i would like to agree on that statement but steven would you like to say anything before i was just gonna say that's not re really what cookies actually are they're more um like identification it's just that you get registered a lot of times you'll have third party cookies and then you're basically registered with them and they and then that causes security issues. So basically a summary of 
cookies is that it stores information for the website. Yeah. Okay. And going off of the pros and cons of social media, I would like to go back to Lauren's statement that social media is hard to get off of, especially as our generation of technology. I feel like social media has such a large impact on our generation that it can be compared to an abusive relationship, as stated in the article, why it's so hard to delete Facebook. It relates social media as an abusive relationship as the users have a psychological dependence that keeps them hooked despite knowing that at some level it's not good for them and that includes the negatives of social media. But social media just has this standpoint that people are connected to you. And if you attempt to leave social media, it could say something about your reputation or just your beliefs of other people. Um, As of ongoing events currently, I know many students at our school are passionate about the Armenian war and they post a lot about that on social media through Instagram stories. Other events relate to BLM and just um, China and the concentration camps of the Muslims. But social media has such a standpoint of that bandwagoning and not being a part of it makes can make you look like something else to other people it just reveals a lot about yourself and you can reveal a lot about yourself on social media as well as of maintaining relationships by sharing those posts and showing your support for your peers but also it can have more negatives such as overexpressing yourself or just thinking a lot about yourself and going back to what Sabrina said about body image and a lot of people um, getting eating disorders because of what's shared on the media can be harmful. And overall, social media has just become a very addictive platform for people to use and to just validate themselves or to express their opinions and think of what they should be doing or what other people should be maintaining as well. agree social media is really used for uh, by a lot of people at least for external validation to get likes on certain posts and to you know just get accept just kind of feel accepted by others and that's just an innate human desire so it's not anything bad but the fact that social media platforms are kind of they're, they're they're exploiting that 
human value so much that it's becoming kind of toxic in some um in some areas but also i agree with lauren that um that social media should be used um uh, or that social media is a danger to democracy um i see we see this a lot currently and um in the media and in the news especially with the 2020 presidential election um that's a very prime example of it because i mean we all know the results of the election but some people don't believe the results are true and they think the there was mass voter fraud and other things, but those claims are just not true at all. They're not, they don't have any evidence to back them up or corroborate them. And people that are very high up in government are, are saying these claims as well. And so they're making their supporters and their followers follow these or think like they do and think that this election or democracy was actually you know, w was not accurate and did the people wrong, but it's, that's not true. Um, so that, that type of information, I think, spread a lot via social media platforms like Facebook, especially because that, um, I mean, Facebook has been involved in a lot of, um, like, bad, just bad situations with, um, with their, users um personal information and sensitive information as well as fake news and things like that so i mean it's not i feel like it social media can very much present a, a danger to our democracy and society as a whole honestly and it's not only our uh democracy in the united states but it's all over the world the article specifically states that during the election, I think it was meant, um, referring to the 2016 election, but it says, during the election, a lot of Facebook users just didn't care if something was true, says Paul Mihalidis, a media literacy professor at Emerson College. If you look globally, the US, the UK, France, Colombia, the Philippines, all um, politics are getting more caustic, not less. And I think that's a very good point because it's not only our democracy, but it's those of other countries um, all over the world. So it's, you know, it kind of has kind of, I think it has a very a chain reaction. I think if something with, you know, the United States being a global leader and a leader of the free world, I feel like if, it, if something happens in the United States, it's very likely to happen somewhere else. Um, so it's, it's like, I don't know, we have to just be very cautious and mindful of what we read on social media and what we see on social media and what we share on social media. I think it does have a very big impact on what we see as true and not true. Um, but the article mentioned something that I thought was really interesting and it said, uh, software solutions can probably never uh, overcome the problem of social media and identifying if stories are true or not true. Um, that's what it's referring to, but it says, truth to me might not be truth to you, and truth today won't necessarily be truth tomorrow. And I think that's a very, very good point, because 
I mean, what I think is true and what I believe might not be what someone else believes and what is true today may not be true tomorrow. So an example of that today would be COVID-19 and the coronavirus pandemic. There's a lot of things about the virus we don't know. So something can be true today, but a week later, we, there might be a study that comes out that says the exact opposite. And I've noticed that some things like doctors thought would be true are actually absolutely not true with this virus in particular. I think that's interesting, but it just it speaks a lot to the effect of social media and the effect that it can have on society, on democracy, um, especially in politics. I think it has a very big impact. So I think we just have to, everyone has to be very cautious on social media um, pertaining to what they post, what they like, what they share, and kind of just think, is this, you know, is this backed by facts? Is this fake news? Is what I'm reading true or not true? All these questions, I think, will just, I think it will just ultimately make the social media that you're using more beneficial to you, and it will just increase the overall experience. Yeah, I agree with you, Sabrina, that especially what we can see during this 2020 election, we can see a lot of reposting on the presidential candidates and etc. Uh, Jolene, Jolie, jo, Jolianne, is that how you pronounce your name? Yes. Okay, so... I agree with what Julianne stated that sometimes you might want to delete your account, but there can be several fears like what people might think about you that you're suddenly leaving or even just fear of losing all that you've quote unquote built up like your image, your followers, and that includes your memories in your archive and etc. So, um, oh, no, you can go. so to the point of um, Facebook affecting or social media in general affecting our elections and our democracy, uh, you can look at the all the Russian scandals that were going on in 2016 that alleged uh, Russian interference via Facebook mainly, and then there was also. Not, like polls recently are saying a majority of people believe the election was rigged and uh, information like that sounds you typically would get stuff like that from social media fake news and stuff like that and it goes haywire over there and then it's very hard to stop because it's retweeted or reposted or liked a billion times over so it makes it very hard to fix as well. Yeah, I I agree. When untrue statements like the things surrounding the 2020 presidential election, when they just, they it's kind of like a wildfire. It's very hard to stop and it spreads very quickly, especially when people... When especially like very people at the very top of the government who are who have a lot of followers 
and people that look up to them, when those type of people are spreading this type of information, it's very hard to stop. And it can, if the, if the statements are not true, obviously it can have very detrimental effects to society in general. So I think that's a good point. I think, though, that something important to take note of is that um, for things to be fixed in the first place, it would have to result in a whole reconstruction of what social media is known as, I think, today. Because at the end of the day, most people's posts that you see nowadays, most of them are something exciting or crazy, which definitely leads to fake news. But the thing is, People are always curious, which leads to the views on posts, which also leads to um, the company getting money in turn. So it would honestly completely change how social media is if the company got rid of those posts, because in turn, people wouldn't find that platform probably as interesting anymore and go somewhere else. So that's why I think it would be difficult for companies to... Uh, completely get rid of fake news or certain posts because they don't want to lose money and they don't want to lose viewers or users. And that's why clickbait exists. Um, clickbait um, usually leads to, usually contains like false info that like seems interesting, but like when you end up looking more into it, you realize that it's, um, fake and that it's not really a reliable source um also a uh, big thing about social media is uh toxicity uh toxicity is um usually usually targets like other people based on what they have experienced themselves so they want to project their they want to project their feelings onto others. Yeah, toxicity is definitely a big part of social media and it's one of the most negative effects of social media platforms like Facebook. But going back to Kaylee's points about trying to reconstruct the whole basis and foundation of social media and the question of whether social media can be fixed or not. I think um, social media platforms like Facebook, I think it's going to be very hard to kind of fix them and fix them for the better. But the article mentions Instagram and WhatsApp, and those are um, companies that are that Facebook bots, I believe, um, and they're purely for social sharing and message and messaging, and so these um, platforms are not are thriving and they're they're used a lot by consumers because they're only for social sharing and messaging. They're not for any other, you know, reasons like getting with like with the pollution of politics online you know someone doesn't really want to go on their you know social media and see all of these headlines of just horrible things going on in the world I mean it's it, it just puts a damper on your emotions it's not a good feeling 
but Facebook, I think, um, the it also mentions the article that they uh, Facebook bought a virtual reality company called Oculus VR, and it, the article says it would usher a new way to socialize in a parallel cyber world. So I think like Facebook is kind of getting onto the fact that you know we not we might not be as popular in the years ahead because obviously Facebook has has just had a lot of bad instances and bad situations to like you know the whole in the in recent years there's been a like very bad situations surrounding Facebook but so I think they're trying to kind of convert their their overall company into something that's going to be used in the future um generations and years coming ahead like virtual reality and like kind of blocking political things and other things that kind of stir a lot of emotion in people from their platforms so like whatsapp and instagram are good examples because they you don't see as much as you don't see as much fake news um, and things of that sort on these platforms than you do on Facebook. So I think they're trying to alter their their kind of messaging and their audience. So I think that's good um, for them, but it's not going to make as much money as Facebook um, is making or did make because, I mean, there's 2 billion people on the app. That's a tremendous amount of people, and it was... It, it gained that recognition and that popularity because it was a social media and networking app. It didn't gain it because of all this fake news polluting their platform. So I think they have to really consider what their message is and what they want to do for their company. But yeah, I think that it's, it's, it's kind of a hard question to answer, but it's kind of easy in the sense that they just have to alter their messaging and their audience and if they do that I think that it would lead to something good for Facebook although there's like a lot of things that are bad that came out of it um but yeah I think it I think it's social media can be fixed but it just I think it obviously starts with the person that's using it kind of it's kind of like it's, it is what you make, so it's kind of a situation, but it's also on part of the uh, company and the platform to alter their their overall message to target a specific audience and to target, you know, uh, a message that kind of resonates with people today. So, yeah. Going back to what Julian said, I would like to agree that social media can promote more toxicity as it kind of amplifies the cancel culture because it leads to people bandwagging and being confident with what they're saying to other people because they think that there are other people to back them up about it. Uh, going back to trying to fix social media, uh, one of the main problems you'll see is people feel like they have a lot of power on the social media because they're anonymous. And anonymity, while 
Yeah, it protects you from, if you say something stupid, it also allows you to say stupid things. And then people listen, and they think that for real. And that's one of the worst things about it. Um, and another thing is, I always, um, when I think of good social media, I think more of um, Discord. Because they don't normally have a lot of scandal, and they tend to actually have decent uh, privacy policy. And, yeah. Um, adding on to social media, I feel like social media just has that monetary value to companies. Like these fake clickbait posts just creates more profit for these companies. And it just maximizes companies like Facebook's profit for them to get those types of interactions and just debates and fights, including even some toxic conversations online. But overall, other than social media also just being a big business platform for people, for creators, even for those influencers, social media just has impact for different people for different reasons and that's why i feel like it'd be very difficult very difficult for social media to become canceled in a way and it just feels like something that's going to resonate in the future Yeah, I agree with all of your points. I think social media is just a very, it's just a staple part of our lives, especially coming from us and in, um, in Generation Z. But moving forward, it's going to be just a very basic, fundamental part of life for younger generations. Um, so hopefully we can try and eliminate all of these problems with social media before it becomes such a normal part of life for everyone but there's still a long way to go and there's a lot of things we can do to try and combat this issue and hopefully we can so thank you for listening this was our podcast discussing the articles why it's so hard to delete facebook as well as why facebook can't fix fake news i'm sabrina I'm Lauren. I'm Kaylee. I'm Julianne. I'm Julian. And I'm Stephen. Okay, thank you for listening. Bye.